0: Pump, pump, pump it and up. Pain, sunshine,
1: and rain.
0: Give listen it to, to the, the raw bass. <laughs> well, I'm a new kid. I'm just coming up. I love the. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I was, that was that thinking works. about that was that's a that's a that's a uh, kind of an intro to the topic we're gonna do today. Oh. Right. And then there's another one I was thinking about. this another '80s, right? Meatloaf. Remember? I don't. And I would do anything Thanks for, for love. love, but I won't do that. I won't that's do good. that. <laughs> and it's like the the whole thing is what is it that he won't do for love? And it made uh-huh. reminded us of advice that we give parents, our uh, clients all the time, that they just say, "Well, yeah, that's too hard." <laughs> I would do yeah. anything for my kids. What's well, the one thing yeah. that a parent that if, if your years of your years of working in the tragic arts, yeah. 20 some years and dealing with families and uh, children of all ages and stages and capabilities. Do you have a, a single rule, a single piece of advice to, to tell parents?
1: Listen to your children. <clears throat>
0: Have a conversation with yeah. them. Talk to them.
1: Get to know them so you can listen to them and hear them.
0: Yeah, And then there was a
1: sometimes that's a, a
0: client that became a friend that becomes a client. You know, sometimes your clients become friends.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But he, he came to us and he said, okay, I just need help with my kids. Awesome. Yeah, we can help you. Um, talk to him every day. Mm-hmm. Ask them probing questions. Not just yes-nos. Yeah. Listen to what they care about.
1: Find, yeah. Find out what they're dealing with. And then with, he came bodies. back
0: months later. Okay. So I've got a very specific thing to, you know, this kid, this, this kid, that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Kristen, stop. Have you done what we asked, what we suggested before, which was to talk to your kids every day? Ask probing questions. Yeah, that's hard. I said, yes, mm-hmm. I agree. It is hard. To have conversations with your kids when you aren't truly cognitively invested in their independence
1: yeah that's it
0: and there's a there's a principle of how you view your children And it's really an extension of how you view any other human being. And it's a question of empathy and abstract thinking. Not just do you have empathy for another. Many cruel people utilize the gift of empathy in order to perpetuate their cruelty. Mm -hmm. So don't think of empathy as a pure virtue, just like love isn't. It's, It's just really the ability to feel what another feels but Mm -hmm. there's something different cognitively okay that's feeling this person has their own feelings and they feel bad like i feel bad they feel happy like i feel bad there's another component to that that's that's maybe even superior which is this person has their own mind their own consciousness their own sense of their own perception their own sense of existence Mm -hmm. and it matters they have value because Of their conscious sovereignty and bodily autonomy Mm -hmm. so yeah it's hard to talk to your kids if you don't really view them as interesting uh, beings with conscious sovereignty their own thoughts Mm -hmm. or bodily autonomy their own senses their own feelings Mm -hmm. they're boring then
1: and they also won't talk to you if they feel that from you
0: right why did my kids not talk to me? You stopped talking to them. They didn't stop talking to you.
1: Yeah.
0: You stopped talking to them. They didn't stop talking to you.
1: Yeah.
0: I would do anything for my kids. Would you treat them as? Would you Would you empower them to have conscious sovereignty and bodily autonomy? Well, I wouldn't do that. That's pretty hard.
1: <laughs> That's against my.
0: We we agree, we agree. We agree. It's a challenge. You agree it's a challenge, yeah. <clears throat> okay. And I, you know, the, the 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 big word, the word that everybody throws around and nobody understands or shares, right? Yeah, is, is it God? Eh, that's <laughs> one. Is it love? Mm, that's another. Yeah. But the word is trauma. Mm-hmm. Trauma. Capital T, capital <laughs> you know, lowercase T trauma.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And every person is becoming more and more aware of the re the real impacts of trauma. Yeah. So this doesn't come from a false place, this hyper-awareness on the impact and effects of, of trauma. But it's just we don't we're not precise enough we're not honest enough about what is and isn't trauma we're getting to a place where we're just calling everything trauma and so then nothing is
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: If, if everything is a traumatic if everyone has ptsd then no one does because ptsd is a pathology it's a real clinical real thing
1: yeah yeah, yeah. so with actual measurements yeah to and
0: it's and it takes some real real um dysfunction and real issues not just discomfort to to be diagnosed that mm-hmm. and it's it's rare ish in mm-hmm. society and so if everyone's ptsd no one is yeah. if everyone can be diagnosed with anxiety no one is if everyone has depression no one is if everyone's bipolar if everyone has some form of a mm-hmm. spectrum yeah. and, a, and a processing disorder which is a processing order <laughs> that makes the person feel disordered mm-hmm. but and the everyone scale of
1: like neurodivergence yes from yeah, know, did
0: and yeah. bipolar and, and there's just too many diagnoses adhd is another one mm. it's 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 too ubiquitous it's too universal mm-hmm. and so in the question of trauma that gives you these diagnoses because that's what these, these diagnoses have essentially replaced the word trauma. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you mean trauma? Well, I have anxiety. That's meant to be a step away and it's really appealing to a profession. My doctor says yeah. I do.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's really why people give you their diagnosis. Mm-hmm. My doctor says, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. but I talk, when I talk to people and they tell me, well, I've had a lot of trauma. I say, yep who, who hasn't. Mm -hmm. So, so some of the things you've just described or what you've described so far is the human experience. And in, in understanding trauma, we can at least tease it out. You said something, you said you heard someone try to define trauma just recently.
1: Okay. Yeah. I was going to read that too. Do you
0: remember?
1: I remember it was Dan Siegel.
0: Okay, one of these um, one of these secular prophets again. Yeah, but
1: and he said something about trauma is something about when your system something happens and your system is unable to cope.
0: It's, yeah, it's overloaded and you're unable to cope. Yeah, and overloaded with what, right? Well, stimulation. Mm-hmm. neuro juices, right. Um, a, 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 neuros- a neuropsychologist that I work with that's considered an expert um, uh, says that trauma is stress that happens too soon, too often, and too intensely. And, and that's, I think, really yeah. profound. There's some wisdom in, in that. Okay, what's stress? Stress is mm-hmm. conflict. Stress is violence. is mm-hmm. violence. And it's why we can can analogize emotional stress, emotional trauma, experiential trauma with bodily physio, you know, uh, trauma. Mm -hmm. Because I also heard in the world of emotional trauma, it's not just the bad things that happened to you that did violence to your mind. It's also the creative, developmental, cool things that children ought to experience that you didn't—the mm-hmm. loss of what's a typical human experience. We're not saying, hey, you know, uh, uh, um, wealth-driven uh, experiences. We're talking there's certain connecting experiences with loved ones yeah. that too many people don't mm-hmm. have. Yeah. And so, it's in both of those where trauma exists. Yeah. And 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 what's tra- trauma? Again, trauma is does violence to the mind it is a mind crime yeah but it, it does injury to the psyche to the mind to consciousness to cognitive functioning yeah
1: to your like re- your relationship with self with you yeah
0: your your relationship to reality and your environment
1: yeah
0: when 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 it's it's you know when you're really injured when are really traumatized right you're scarring well that's a that's going to be a constant physical presence mm-hmm. of an event you lose a finger. Yeah. You, 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 you know, um, are, are now low back, injury, neck, injury, like knee, pain injury, pain hip, walking. joint, yeah. hands, feet. Changes you. I am a different person now. Yeah. This is me now. This is yeah. the uh, Jim Jeffries bit. Um, <laughs> like when you're sick and you're <laughs> diarrhea and covered and, well, I guess this is just me. <laughs> yeah uh but it's it's that it's okay the two the the toothpaste ain't coming back in the tube the bell ain't being unrung <laughs> genie's out the lantern this is now a different i'm this way now. yeah this is yeah this,
1: is me, this now. is me now yeah for real
0: and it and especially when it relates to there's there's two times when that happens one i call developmental trauma
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: And that's just stuff we all go through in growing up. In in many ways, adverse childhood experiences are a part of developmental trauma. Kids are going yeah. to be experience real loss in the in the you know ACEs, adverse childhood experiences. It's really a way to say this is a child who has experienced stress mm-hmm. very early. Um, very intensely and maybe too frequently. And mm-hmm. right, these major... Or even ongoing. Sure. Like sure. constant. Yeah. Right. And it, and it's these children who experience real complex emotions. Loss, grief, mm-hmm. uh, betrayal, uh, um, uh, terror, rage. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Despair. And
1: aren't able to really process right? it. Right. It's the
0: things that invade... Really? Right, right, if, if the good things that happen to you, and they are, are when you get a really nutritious night's sleep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When you have a really high-end, happy experience playing with your friends and loved ones. Right, when you move. When you, when you eat good foods mm-hmm. with people that are connecting you, you, you have an experience, Right the experiences that invade that infect, that, uh, that that change sleep
1: yeah
0: nutrition diet movement and how i relate to another person well that's where trauma is going to yeah. be
1: yeah
0: and so you can really evaluate through the things that invade and infect and have affected mm-hmm. sleep and there's a lot of people oh this is me now i'm never going to get the same sleep now that I've seen that, now that I, you know, mm. <laughs> it's like um, the movie Seven. Oh. I watched when we were adults. We were married. We were actually traveling,
1: Ugh.
0: I think. And it, That's intense. There's <laughs> a few scenes in that I was like, I don't want <laughs> that in my mind. And in work, you're forced to, you know, given the tragic mm-hmm. arts that we do, you're forced to yeah. read, hear, and watch things you just don't want to have in there
1: yeah
0: you're changed from it and that's what like proxy trauma is right teachers first first responders um cops firefighters right doctors Mm. is they see stuff that just can't be unseen death sex drugs violence tissue damage injury trauma life altering Uh, uh. events and that's what trauma is so it's, it's it's good to be precise because too often I hear people, okay, I'm, I'm anxious I, I have anxiety. Okay, why do you have anxiety? And they go through it and you say, No, that's a that's a human experience. That's what it is to know my worries, the way I worry, and the way I think about things is so much greater or so much beyond anyone else. I feel so much greater. Yeah, that's <laughs> not how the world works. Mm-hmm. I know you'd like it to be the case that you win the trauma the olympics trauma- and you feel things great more greater than everyone yes. and you think things more greater than every it's unlikely you do. Mm-hmm. What's probably happening is some people may perceive that they have better resiliency tools than you do, so it feels like yours is more um, catastrophic, mm. critical. Mm-hmm. It's a bigger emergency, yeah. and, and sometimes that's the case. It's
1: but, just oh, what were you no, saying? No, that's a, it's just a lot of. It, a lot of times it becomes this crutch then, and it's then it's debilitating. Right because with the people that are really instead of uh, yes it's hard to like evaluate the trauma that you go through but if you're not then it does become right that crutch that changes you yeah instead of with time obviously you have to allow time a little bit but to look back and 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 be able to communicate with yourself what just what you went through and at least how it it has made you you to make decisions moving forward not to be stuck in it Uh or avoid it because then you you can't be you and make decisions moving forward
0: but a traumatic event a traumatic experience a tragedy it 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 instructs it provides a framework for how we respond to other tragedies Mm -hmm. right the idea of fight flight um freeze Mm -hmm. flop fawn fuck mm-hmm. these, these these six ways we tend to survive mm-hmm. but we fixate on like the freeze and fight because that's like imminent threat terror upon yeah. me and we can spend yeah. more time in the flight and we think of flight as oh my gosh threat upon me now i must sprint off this way but there are yeah. different ways to flee
1: like i yes i agree
0: Sometimes you can utilize energy to observe and identify a threat that's in a little more distance so you can prepare and really maybe quickly get stuff together and make sure you have the things that you need and make sure the people that are, res- that are responsible- you're responsible for have what they need and then you can start fleeing slowly. Yeah. And, and, and this can happen in every form of predator, every form of danger. Mm-hmm. And and, and and it can it starts I think it's what we can at least avoid today twenty twenty three practically in in modern America is reduce the amount of crime that is committed against our children
1: mm-hmm. your children because if if children if we if we don't and children are constantly living in a state of fear to cause some sort of fight flight freeze fawn um flop flop flop, right but the fight flight freeze those whatever if if developmentally children are constantly in trauma the flee one is dangerous because you you can flee thoughts and flee also ways that you do things to stay away from a memory or a feeling Mm -hmm. so we can also be fleeing here which isn't healthy because then it does create like you know uh, disorders and dis- disassociated thinking of how you do react and make decisions
0: fleeing in the mind while you're wallowing in it in the body yeah and so you're still experiencing it you're just yeah, yeah so
1: developmentally you're true. even making it more tragic because physiologically it's affecting you too because of the hormones that you are constantly in right like making because of the state of flee fight flight whatever
0: and, and what I've come fear. to fear. Kids are scared. Yeah, they're scared. Fear. But they're scared for a reason. They're scared because they are too often unsafe and unsecure yeah. in their own homes. Mm-hmm. The big secret of life is just how much abuse mm-hmm. children are experiencing in every home. Yeah. By either parent or sibling.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: In In some way, shape, or form. And we don't appreciate, and we're not aware of because so much, so much crime isn't intentional. I want my design is to harm Mm -hmm. this person and to cause as much mayhem. Mm -hmm. Most crimes are done recklessly Mm -hmm. and negligently. Negligently,
1: Yeah.
0: And and there's just too much negligent and reckless child abuse happening by parents, by teachers. By healers
1: or siblings who are supposed to be babysitting <clears throat> and, by and raising them, you're right. helping, but that it causes harm or can many times trauma, trauma,
0: <laughs> negligent, and reckless parenting.
1: Oh, and we were talking about the siblings. Oh, anyone, anyway, all the siblings. people that can. And yeah, uh, and, and okay, going.
0: what's crime? Oh. Crime is is certainly when <laughs> um, there is physical injury and property damage, and we just allow entirely too much physical injury, sexual injury, and um, property damage to happen. Mm. Let alone when we start getting into the emotional abuse. Yeah. And the harm that children experience in their homes, the the, the but. <clears throat> all of this is a form of developmental trauma. Like there's a level of where every kid experiences suffering at the hands of older humans. Mm -hmm. It's It's a, it's a, it's a universal human experience, but there does become something where it's just inordinate. It happens too soon when the kid's too young, too intensely, um, too frequently, mm-hmm. you know, physical abuse, sexual abuse, mm-hmm. and, and neglect, betrayal of what, of the needs that this child has. Mm-hmm. Neglect is in failing to even identify or spend the time trying to find what this kid needs. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 grabbing a crying kid and always feeding them a bottle and sometimes you need to change them. hmm Sometimes they they're cold. There's, there's, oh, listen to them.
1: Yeah.
0: And we stop doing that. And that's that's neglect. And children feel it. Yeah, they do. They they, they are they are angry. Mm-hmm. They have complex emotions because they become a neglected at some point. And
1: they can tell when they're even as infants, if they're if there's avoidance in the eye contact and in the cooing and in the talking, they're naturally trying to relate with something else. and, and there's a lot of when parents are traumatized or going through, you know, issues of stress, then it naturally causes those issues of, uh, of neglect when you don't even think that you are neglecting. But
0: the irony, right, Alanis a lot more said, <laughs> in, isn't it ironic? It's like a traumatic event that saved your life, <laughs> right? These trauma experiences both developmental and abusive, and you can really distinguish them between real abuse, like abuse and stuff you just went through. Mm -hmm. And and these are different. You know, I I say going to a doctor to heal something on your body can be traumatic. But it's part of the healing process, it's part of the growing process. Mm -hmm. Going to the doctor and having him violate you, right, um, for his pleasure, he sticks a finger inside you where he shouldn't have, he has you stripped down and look at you in certain ways you shouldn't have, that's a abuse that shouldn't be a part of the healing process. Exactly. And what's happening too often is we're calling the real harsh, um, real consequential, it's all consequential, but it's abuse-type stuff, normal. We're normalizing it. And we're taking normal trauma and pathologizing it. Saying it's the worstest ever, and and it's improper properly mm-hmm. identifying uh, the types of trauma. It, it does matter because because most developmental trauma is a little more simple. It, it, it it's complex because our brains, our minds, are figuring stuff out. But the mind's built to figure out mm-hmm. normal human emotions and experiences and unpredictability amongst mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. But when that includes physical abuse or terror-based yelling or, or, or sexual touching boundary issues, that's a level of mind distortion. It's just different. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is every child's going to experience some combination of both. And so as, as, as adults that have decided that we're going to be responsible for kids in whatever way, either through our jobs or because we had them. It's our duty to them to give them the tools to navigate the trauma, the abuse, the harm, the stress, and the threats that we ultimately impose on them Mm -hmm. because of the environments we choose to live, because we choose to move somewhere, because we choose to interact with someone. Mm -hmm. Here's a great um, sign of risky uh, of risky environments. If you have especially either, either big families that are either blood families or even families of choice and the children of these people are spending an awful lot of time together in real intimate settings, like overnights and things like that. That's a recipe for disaster. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: It's a recipe for disaster. For example,
1: for example. (laughs) Okay. (sighs) Mm -hmm.
0: So it's parents' duty to arm your kids with the tools to identify and neutralize the threats that you brought to their door Mm -hmm. and to manage and overcome the stress that you have contributed to and to overcome and mitigate the effects of the abuse that you either caused or allowed to be caused by your negligence and your good faith, your good faith negligence, but your negligence notwithstanding. And even the intentional abuse that heaped down because sometimes you were just a cruel, angry, bitter person Mm -hmm. that took it out on your kid.
1: And we too often expect our children to calm down, change their behavior, be sorry for something they did when we can't even as parents control ours as we're telling them to right. do it, you, and it's confusing and insulting and shameful to the child that they don't even get the lesson. Except, this is how we behave, and even when I do, I'm in trouble. Right? It's just that's all Your they. My child feel has hear. high
0: emotions. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Maybe you should have less high emotions, and that yeah. kid will come down. Yeah. So. So that's the reality of trauma. Yeah, it's it's bad, but it's not as bad as you probably think, and nobody wins the trauma Olympics. Anybody who is now identifying with their trauma rather than what it taught them.
1: Well, and when you spend time connecting, realizing what your trauma is and connecting to where it, you do feel it in your body, it's, it was what we've been talking about, the mind-body connection. You can... Con- you can learn to control that trauma and make it a part of you that allows you to be open to like, how did that trauma help me in a way that has made me stronger and better? Um, But it is, it's, it will, it resides in our mind and in our body and we've got to learn to listen to it and find out why. And the whole idea of the trigger. Well, then, then if something's triggering you in a way that you need to say that you're triggered somehow, there's something in your mind or body is trying to tell you something, and you need to go figure out what it's trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. So things like that won't happen again.
0: Where are the threats? Mm-hmm. Where are the threats and what is invading my sleep, mm-hmm. my diet, my movement, and my relationships with people? Mm-hmm. The problem with so many people, sleep's invading their sleep, and diet's invading their diet. <laughs> and movement's invading their movement, relationships are invading the relationships. They're out of whack in all four. <laughs>
1: yeah. And it's hard to put Humpty back together. It's hard to put it again. back
0: together again. Uh-huh. But that's at least just a place to start in identifying the threats. But just identifying the the and being aware of a threat enough isn't enough if you can't overcome it. Yeah. And there are ways to overcome it. We're gonna teach you uh-huh. about a little thing that um, any competent practitioner in the healing arts should be aware of by now, especially anyone who claims to be treating trauma. And we're going to give it away (laughs) because there's too many really bad perpetrators who are presenting themselves as healers or teachers or protectors. And they're they're just causing harm. So we're going to teach you about a thing called um, trust expression therapy, and it's a it's taking things you've heard of and it's actually making them useful. So here's a little preview to some 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 free therapy I'm going to give you. <laughs> If your therapist is doing EMDR therapy for you, you're you're wasting your money. Mm -hmm. It's a parlor trick. If anybody is claiming to do somatic therapy with you, uh, get your money back, move on to somebody else. This is a parlor trick, and this is, it's like saying go on a walk or calm down. Mm -hmm. So if you want to do EMDR, here's what you do, go on a walk. But don't have a reason, don't have a timer, don't have a pace, you're just trying to walk. Mm You're walking through a neighborhood. You can walk around a track, but you're not doing it for time or distance. Mm-hmm. You're just walking. You can do a bike. Look around.
1: And see the point what's is around here. As you. Enjoy
0: as you walk. You turn your head side to side enjoy and enjoy
1: what's outside.
0: The left brain and the right brain start to alternate and start to fire. That's what EMDR EMDR does. And that's why they do the little stimulation <laughs> where you can do buzz 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 uh-huh. buzz buzz buzz. Not too. You want to play around with each other's hands? tells you to touch 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 touch. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, scene. Uh, singing Tibetan singing bowl—that's kind of the same thing. It's getting the vibration going with auditorily You can put on stereo headphones and listen to cool uh, producers that do different things to each side of the brain, and that's the MDR. Mm-hmm. It's not that deep, mm-hmm. and yeah, it has a little bit of effect, but it's not going to do what they say it does alone. There's too much clogage. There's too much other things going on. You can't. it's it, it, it's like getting a quick massage you know going to go, it's getting a, it's paying fifteen dollars you know in the massage chair at the mall for 10 15 minutes yeah it feels better and then by the time but i ain't gonna work out oh. any of these kinks or these knots okay the other one is somatic work breath work okay here's the big surprise here's the big secret on breath work and somatic therapy first of all it also doesn't work for a lot of reasons secondly it triggers really negative um, emotions without the ability to put Humpty Dumpty back together again. So, good work. It's a good thing to do. It's nice to find a way to control the breath, but don't do any more than three or four reps. You shouldn't be doing this for more than a song. Put a song on, do a little breathing. Here it is. Breathing all as much as you can. Deep into your belly. <sighs> repeat two times. nose, mouth. I don't care. You can go in through your nose, out through your nose. You go in through your nose, out through both. Right now, the point is just to get a lot of the good stuff that's in the atmosphere and the oxygen and completely fill the lungs and completely expel them three times, four times. Don't do more than four. That's somatic work. And you can do that throughout the day. But if there's somebody that's selling you somatic work or they're having you do these floppy things and you drop on your heels, yeah, you can go up to your you can go up to your tippy toes. Hold up high and then drop and feel the ground into your into your heel through your body. Feel that. That's grounding, right? You can do that.
1: Shake, that's EMDR. Shake your energy out. That's EMDR. All... That's
0: that's <laughs> uh, somatic work, but if that's what your therapist is doing, they're a wook not a witch
1: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) so there you go trauma is stress that happens too soon too frequently and too intensely and that can happen from a lot of different ways not just one thing and we focus on one thing but if we have many things that are stressful all at once that's a pretty bad day and that can be traumatic doesn't mean you're any different than anybody else And it doesn't make you who you are. There are personality tests. Personality tests aren't a thing. It's your environment that isn't changing. You're self-selecting for the same people in the same locations. You just have different accoutrements. And so your responses, your survival tools are the same. But if you were progressing, if you were healing, you would have more tools, better tools to respond to threats and stress and you would survive differently than you have been if those types of therapies worked it would have worked by now if religion was going to work it would have worked by now if modern psychotherapy cbt dbt emdr was going to work it would have worked by now and if psychedelic assisted therapy was going to work it would work by now but that doesn't work either and it's got the same problems mushrooms are dangerous we just had a doctor try to take down a plane after doing mushrooms. Ketamine is dangerous and addictive. Mm -hmm. Matthew Perry just died because of his reliance on ketamine. The people who are doing ketamine, it's like going to the 15-minute massage chair and saying that's going to uh, solve years of a a, a, uh, bent and misshapen back. Mm -hmm. They've got it wrong. And people need to move slower on this type of therapy emdr long term long duration can be injurious breath work long in in long durations can be injurious trying to teach mindfulness or meditation as therapy is injurious doing psychedelic assisted therapy for healing rather than evolving is injurious because all of these things what they do is they uh, the, the, the people are experiencing a distortion, a dysfunction of the mind, of cognition. And these different religion, if it would have worked by now, it yeah. would have, right? It takes someone in their distorted state, in their tra- traumatized state, in their fight, flight, freeze state, and it gives them more distortion. It hits them. In the emotional imagination side of their brains, it activates them Mm -hmm. and it takes it. They are Betelgeuse. It's any answer to grief.
1: Um, The important part of all of these healing therapies is going back to yourself with your logic and reason to apply, to analyze, apply reason through that crazy imaginative thing that you went through, whether it was good or bad. And reason and and right, analyze apply so you can move forward with the information or knowledge that you learned out of it. So you've got to learn something. Yes, sometimes it's bad, but it allows you to be careful and learn from and you know move forward in other ways that allow you to stay safe and secure. So we need to use these stressful experiences with our logical parts of the brain. But it is what you're saying is we get too caught up in that it's it's too much the imagination part the, the the crazy experience the the thoughts that go out of control with the what ifs and we do not spend enough time as humans really look, feeling those and and doing that pulling through what why did I have to go through that well I how did it make me me and using those things that logic part of our brain and 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 this is what Bloom says, you have to analyze and apply before you can put it all together and create, which is moving forward with sound decision-making skills. And And as humans, we were meant, we did go through stress and trauma as early humans trying to just survive. But now that we have the luxury, like we went through them, the luxuries of change, we we should be able to survive without worry in a world with this much but we're still fighting to survive in ways that are ridiculous. And, so it's coping and, and now we can't even cope through reality.
0: And, and the reality is, is the adults have failed the children. Are so, so kids, you know, and by that, especially I mean 18 to 25 to 27, to 30 year olds, you're going to have to do it yourself. <laughs> you are. And, and, and the adults that want to help their kids, you're going to have to do it yourself. And then you can help them mm-hmm. do it theirself. Mm-hmm. There there is a path, a process, an experience that overcomes trauma. And it, the result is that you become an adult that has better sleep, better nutrition and metabolism,
1: mm-hmm.
0: better movement, and better relationships.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's it's, it's, it really is isn't that deep it never has been
1: or something like that <laughs> <laughs> uh.